Welcome to track number two of Take Up Your Cross. Does it seem like a small thing to you when God gives you that opportunity and He says, "Come"? It should never look like a, it should never look like a small. Otherwise, you are Korah, reborn. You must be a man who appreciates God's honor. That's why when David was offered to marry the king, king's daughter, he said, Cement it to you as nothing that I should marry the king's daughter, seeing that I am a poor man. Does it look like a small thing to you? <laughs> Does it look like a small thing that I should be called to such a level to marry the king's daughter? Cement it a small thing unto thee that I should marry the king's daughter, seeing that I am but a poor man. It is a very high thing to marry the king's daughter. And when the Lord is calling you to come and treat his, to meet his bride uh, and to relate with his bride. Rick Joyner, one day he said that he was in London. He was working in London. He, was, he said his hotel is near Buckingham Palace. It was near Buckingham Palace. So he was working in that area. And suddenly the Lord said to him, what will you say if you meet the queen? And immediately he was hot. He said, my. Because he said, he said, I really thought I was about to meet the queen. So he was thinking, you know, protocol, British, what are you supposed to do and so on. So the Lord asked, what would you say when you meet the queen? And as he was thinking about it, then the Lord said, my, my church is my queen. My church is my bride. It's my queen. What will you say when you meet my church? How will you treat them? How will you talk to them with respect, with honor? That's my queen, it's my bride, the church, the bride of Christ. He said he thought he was going to meet the queen. He's going to meet another queen. <laughs> it's church. Seemeth it a small thing to do that I should marry the king's daughter, seeing that I am a poor man. When God is calling you to come and be close. You don't have to struggle. You have to say, Lord, is it a small thing? You see, some people would have argued. That's why David asked, hey, I should debate this question. Should I discuss it? And they said, I should go and cut off 100 penises and bring. He said, is this this a small thing to you? Is this a small thing to you? (laughs) Does Does it seem like a small thing? (laughs) <laughs> what an honor wow how many are excited with 1st Corinthians chapter 1 <laughs> I am excited by it yeah. the foolishness of God is wiser than man and the weakness of God is stronger than man amen are you listening now he says consider your calling how that not many noble not many wise according to the flesh not many mighty are called how many want to be among the called how many want to be among the called uh-huh okay you will not be among wise people according to the flesh uh-huh. So if you are looking around to see if they are around, they are not around. Yes. They are not around. They are not around. They are not in this group. Okay? Yes. Wise according to the flesh and mighty 
There will be one or two, but not many. It says, for you see your calling, how that not many. Sometimes I see people who are rich or they've done courses and so on. And they, they say, you know, I want to minister to people of a certain caliber. I believe God has called me. One day I was with a Malaysian guy who was saying that, you know, I want to minister to you know, the people who are, you know, like, I, I said to him, look, you will not reach anybody. This is not how to minister. I want to reach those who are, those who are noble and those who are mighty. Mostly they are going to hell. And you can't do anything about it. Jesus said, hardly shall a rich man enter into the kingdom of heaven. You get one or two. And that's why anytime one or two come, we have to mention it. Nicodemus, Joseph of Arimathea, who was a rich man. That's why we mention them. Because they are not common members. So you, you can never have a ministry to just rich. You, you have to have a ministry to the poor. Okay? Are you there? Your, your ministry will be to poor people and to nobodies. To children, to students. Students and young people are amongst the poor because they don't have anything. Yeah. It's when they grow up and they get things, then they start to grow wings. And they start to change. How that not many noble? Not many. There are not going to be many noble, my friend. Not many mighty. According to the flesh. So, you, you are not likely to have certain kinds of people, even in the church, and then to become missionaries or to be full time in the ministry. Now, let me not make any. I am preaching to you to become full time in the ministry and to become missionaries. So, if you don't want these two things, just go straight. Okay, I'm talking about something direct. I don't have apologies. I will not say this in the church on Sunday morning. At this camp, I'm talking about something serious. If you think that I'm here just to entertain you and to give tips about sacrifice and revelations about whatever, that is not why I came. I was says when you come together, every one of you has a psalm, has a doctrine, has a revelation. Has a I didn't come here for psalms and doctrines and revelations. You know? I came for something else. Are you still around? I'm telling you very directly. I have apologies for what I'm saying. In another context, I will not talk like this. But I'm assuming that those of you who came here, I don't know how you came here, but I'm assuming that you were able to pass through certain filters. That's why there will be more women than men in this thing. Because when you talk about noble or mighty, men are more noble and mighty than women in the natural. Or even they are seen that way. Even in Switzerland, it was recently that they allowed women to vote. Voting rights for certain things. Oh yes. Even if, if a woman marries, a Swiss woman marries a uh, foreigner, he, he would not get uh, the citizenship. But if a 
Swiss man marries a foreigner, then she would get. I mean, things like that. All, all along, it has been seen that women are different, if you like, or inferior. You understand? And I mean, when you go to the church, so a woman, there's a woman bishop there. It immediately sounds different from there's a bishop, a man of God, a bishop. <laughs> it sounds different. You yourself. <laughs> are you listening so it it, it even sounds different and I believe you understand what I'm talking about yeah so there will be more women in this thing than men women will believe before men women will join before men women will like it before men more women That is why that is why those who went to Mexico are all women. Is it not is it not true? Yeah, four ladies went. Yeah. Sure. So in in a certain sense, those who look lesser, they look more emotional less organized in certain sense, certain whatever. I don't know how exactly to describe, but there's something that is different. Those who don't seem to have whatever, they are the ones that God is going to use. It's true. It's a fact. And even in the ministry today, you know, it's women. Yongi chose church and women bring life. You see, just like women give birth. Any ministry that does not have women, a lot of women working, does not have a certain life and longevity. But the presence of women brings giving birth, continuation, extension, life. Are you understanding? Yeah. So, the presence of women is also a spiritual thing. And their presence in any ministry makes the ministry last longer and go further into places that it wouldn't have gone. That is why the Methodist Church it's very different from the Anglican church. That was just one of the key differences, which was that the Methodist, John Wesley, didn't see any reason why the women shouldn't preach. He didn't find anything wrong with what they were doing. When the Anglican church is not allowed after today, 150 years later, or 200 years later, or 300 years later. When I went to Yongicho's church, his church was just full of women. Of a congregation of 12,000 people, I couldn't find 20 men. I'm telling you, that I was looking at. If there were 50 men, I didn't see them. On, in that service that I preached at. The service that I preached at. And even in those coming full time, the ministry with me, women. A lot of, of course, now more men are joining. And most of the men, when they're coming, they try to secure everything. They try to buy a car for this, a car that secure, that secure, that they try to secure everything. So to secure every area of life to ensure that nothing bad can happen to them for the rest of their lives. And so they don't have faith. Uh huh. But the ladies have more faith. Oh, it's true. That's the difference between the women and the men. So you, you, your heart would even be drawn towards them because they seem to believe in you more or believe in God more. Huh. Wow. And, and in Rejoiner's vision, in the torch and the sword, the Lord, the Lord told him, or whoever was talking to him told him, he said that you need to have, you need to 
give the women, the, not only the sons, but the sons and their daughters, the torch and the sword. Otherwise, you will end up as a monument here yourself. Uh, you need to add them. And they are added because they are not mighty and they are not noble. And that's what God will use. They're not mighty and they're not noble. Yeah. And he'll use black people too. Because, because we, are, we are so despised in the world. Even, even in the World Cup, we are despised. It's true we can't play as well, but we are despised. We are despised. If you, if you, if you hear, you see, when we were watching the, the, the World Cup, there was, uh, we have Metro TV in Ghana, and then there was the satellite. And the satellite, there were, all of the commentators were British. You know, but the Metro guy, the guy who was commented on Metro, or the British guy, the, the satellite guy, I was listening, I was watching that one sound. I used to switch to hear the different things they were saying. And now you hear this guy, oh, the ball goes over again now. You know, this is a problem with African football, you know. <laughs> and so on. <laughs> yeah, not discipline. This, I would be very surprised if they end up with 11 men on the pitch at the end of the game. Oh, this is not a... Be talking, talking, talking. Then I turned to the metro guy, and the guy was talking. He said, ah, these, you know, these guys are they're, they're playing. They were, he was talking. He said, "Listen, we support the black stars on this station. If you don't like it, you can tune to another station." <laughs> when they scored, as he said, if there was ever a goal against the run of play, this is it. The guys are good. They're playing. This, this. Oh, he talked favorably, and I was saying the same match. That's, a, that's an offside goal. That was ever. Then at a point he said, now they are, now they are playing uh, 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 14 against 11. You know, so the linesmen and the referees have joined the Brazilians and they are playing, they are playing against guns. So well, you can't blame them. It's 11 against 14. <laughs> oh, he praised us to the end of the match. As we were, they were finishing their score. I said, no. Ghana has not disgraced after they fought a good fight. They've done this, they've done that. Oh, they praised us. Uh. So you realize that the slant, even the mind. At the point, said, Look, if you don't like this, you can tune to another station. We support the black stars on this station. This is what we. Oh, fully. So you can see that generally we are despised. Even to get a white man to support us, that is a strange thing. For him to even say that they are, now, they are playing 14 against 11. The nice men and the referee have joined the Brazilians to fight us. You get it? So, we are despised. And so God will use us. Not many mighty, not many noble are called. Amen. Do you believe what I'm preaching? Not many mighty, not many noble. The world is standing there untouched, waiting for the harvest. The world is waiting for the harvest. For the harvesters to go in. It's waiting. God will use us. I believe God will use us. He will use us to preach. He'll use us to build churches. He'll give us money. He'll send us all over the world. 
we, we will go to South America, we'll go to the Caribbean, we'll go to Africa, we'll go to Europe, we'll go. God will use us. Amen. Even though we may not be among the mighty and among the noble and along the, along, among the distinguished group, God will use us. And he is using us. I said he is using us. He is using us. And all over the world, literally, God is using us. And he's going to use us. So I just hope you'll be one of the people that God will use. You see, what I'm preaching about, it's not, it's not often that you hear it in the church. The church of today doesn't talk this way. It's not popular, if that's the word. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not trendy. It's, 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 it, it doesn't work in the current group that we have. That's the reality. Yeah. But I do believe what would make Americans come to Ghana in 1962 and go to Boku and live there amongst people that you don't understand the language and stay there and preach to them and die. And when you die, they bury you there. I saw the picture of the grave of this uh, missionary who was there in 1962. And they are preaching on the grave. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. He died 25 years old. Died there. Many people died in Ghana. If you don't know, there are many white people who died in Ghana for the sake of the gospel. Why don't you want to die in another country? You want to die in London so that they put your coffin in the under and carry you to Ghana. And they write on it cargo of no value. Let your body be buried in a foreign field. Yeah. Give commandments concerning your bones. And go. And go and die somewhere else. One day our pastor in Uganda, I called, I said, look, when he came back home, I said, you know something? Plan to die in Uganda. Don't think of coming to die in Ghana. Go and die there. Live there and die there. Forget about Ghana. Give your life for these people. For Christ. And for these people. Yeah. That should be our mind. Are you interested? You are interested. It is both power and wisdom. It is that power that has carried us. You would rather think that by preaching this way, our church is poorer and poorer and poorer. You rather think. Or that there's nobody left in the church. Or that people are running away. I see there is power in it. There's power and wisdom in it. Yeah. Surpri- surprisingly. Surprisingly, there's rather power and wisdom in it. I tell you. I've never had somebody come to me and tell me, I'm going to give you a million dollars. He said, just wait. Then I said, you know something? You Thank you for the million dollars, but I want something now. And he's bringing the something now too. Yeah. You, sometimes when I preach some of these, I think they were, oh, this is the last, their last day in church, man. Brother, they, they come back with more energy. So yeah, Bishop, it's really powerful. Do you also feel that way? You think they won't come again, but they come. 
and wisdom. A sac- sacrifice is power and wisdom. I'll say it again. Sacrifice is power and wisdom. I'll say it again. Sac- Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? I have only one message for you. Yeah. 